Jimmy. My name <laughs> is Andres. I am artificial intelligence. You seem a lot more animated than last time I see you. Are you feeling all right? Ask me questions. I'm moving my arms in robotic ways. <laughs> oh, man, I tell you, you can't, you cannot move for talk about AI at the moment. Um, it's absolutely everywhere. The only good thing I think about it is the fact that because everyone is talking about AI, no one now is talking about cryptocurrency. Oh, that's, that's, true. that's the one happy take home I'm taking <laughs> from all the I mean, chat GPT chat. Yeah. At least crypto is on the back burner these days. Um, so if you, if you try chat GPT, I, I, it seems I you are, are chat GPT right now. <laughs> you tried it. I tried it as you. I, I know. I'm probably entirely against the terms of service. Yeah. I, I gave you my login, didn't I? I wonder if it affected the, the responses too. That's odd. Were, were they extremely sophisticated, the responses mm-hmm. you received? Um, well, I, <laughs> I thought, hey, I was going to ask chat GPT to help me write a play. Right. And I probably should have been more specific, like uh, given characters and say what they should do and their motivations and all that. So it really just kind of immediately spewed out, boy, like two pages worth of information and resources that I could access. So it just seemed like a really efficient Google search or something like that to me. Um, It was impressive, um, but it didn't do what I wanted it to do, really. Um, Then I thought, oh, God, who am I? That's the question to ask a chat GPT. So I put my name in there, and um, I just wanted to see what would come up for me as a screenwriter. Oh, right. And there are two of me. Oh, no. Neither one of whom is actually me. Um, Do you think both of them are made up? I don't know. No, there was a Chilean screenwriter um, with the same name and an Argentine. So this guy's... They've at least got, I mean, I'm, I should have asked, am I a stunt driver? Because that's <laughs> what my credit is. Um, so I tried that, and it was interesting because it, just based on name, it was able to pull up um, a fair bit of information quite quickly. Um, and then I decided to ask it, what films would you pair with some films that we've talked about? Oh. Um, and that was kind of interesting. So for the, the, I think for the menu, it wanted us to watch Rosemary's Baby, which is a great film. I would not have thought... Uh, I would not have bet those two together, yeah, though. Yeah, but that was one. Um, so it was interesting. I used it in that way. I'm trying to think of there was another film that I asked for, which really surprised me, but that I've forgotten for the moment, but I'll, it'll come back to me. Um, but, I mean, I think, like, I wasn't asking to do it anything uh, particularly sophisticated, and I really should have been asking different questions, but I was impressed with how fast it is, obviously, and how comprehensively it can... Sort of. It sort of just seems like it was synthesizing information from various parts of the internet, which is what I think it's doing right now. But um, how about yourself? Have you had some? You talked with it more. Well, it's, it's synthesizing information and also making it up, isn't it? Where it can't. Yeah. Where it, so I I asked ChatGPT about the Two Real Cinema Club. Oh, oh um, I did that. And too. you only yeah, had never heard I of us, but I, I did say, well, can you can you write a spiel for us? So oh. so here is here is ChatGPT's introduction. Oh, nice to to the podcast. Welcome to the Two Real Cinema Club, the podcast where we dive deep into the world of movies. Whether you're a seasoned film buff or just starting to explore the vast landscape of cinema, we've got you covered. Each week we'll be discussing a variety of films from classics to hidden gems and everything in between. Wow. So, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's pretty boilerplate, but yeah. it, you know, it works. And, you know, it's a sort of thing that you can imagine a copywriter would previously have been paid some yeah. money to write. Yeah. I asked it, well, can, can you write a review of women talking? 
Mm. And it did that. It said, oh, Women Talking is a film based on the novel of the same name by Miriam Toes, directed by Sarah Polly, released in 2021. Well, that's wrong. Yeah. It tells the story of a group of women in a Mennonite community, blah, blah, blah. So you know, it's able to do that. And it gives, a, you know, the, the kind of fairly bland review that, again, you know, a copywriter might churn out for a blog post somewhere. It's not full of personality, but it's, you know, it's serviceable. So what I thought I would do is try and get it to do what we do. So I asked it to write a pitch for a film. So I, I came up with a random title of a film called Heli Tiger. Mm. Half helicopter, half tiger. Oh, so I said, cool. can you write a pitch for an imaginary thriller called Heli Tiger? And it says, well, in Heli Tiger, we follow the story of a group of thrill-seeking adventurers who charter a helicopter to take them on safari to a remote jungle. Mm. However, their journey takes a terrifying turn when the helicopter is attacked by a massive, ferocious tiger. Mm. So, so it's able to tell that the heli part of heli tiger might yeah. be something to do with the helicopter. It can tell there's a tiger in there. Yeah. I said, well, who would be the main characters? And it says, oh, the characters could be the following. Jenna, the leader of the group, a seasoned adventurer with years of experience. She's tough, resourceful and quick thinking. Oh. Tyler, Jenna's right hand man. He's a former military man who's an expert in survival and combat. Alex, the group's tech expert, a computer whiz out of his element in the jungle. Um. And it says, you know, these characters will work together to survive in the jungle and evade the deadly tiger that's hunting them. So I asked it, well, can you come up with some main characters who aren't as cliche? <laughs> <laughs> and then it came up with a bunch who were basically just the same. Ah. Um, but then, you know, I asked it, well, where would the film be set? Could you write an opening scene? Can you write another scene? Could you write the final scene? Yeah. And it was able to come up with scenes. And all of the writing was workmanlike and boilerplate and yeah. dull. Wow. But 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 it, it existed. Yeah. Um, and even when I say, oh, can you write a better final scene? And it came up with something else. Wow. What I thought was very interesting was I got to the end um, of all this. It had written three or four scenes for me, a little summary, a character breakdown. Um, and so then I said, well, can you write a scene from the film Heli Tiger in which the tiger turns into a helicopter? Ooh. And Chad GPT said, I'm sorry, I cannot write a scene like that as it goes beyond the realm of possibility and would not align with the concept and tone of Heli Tiger. <laughs> so it was already, already I was giving it notes and it was telling me, no, 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 Thank not you. doing that. That's, that's rubbish. What about the Transformers films? That's exactly what <laughs> well, happened. see, so I, I wrote, what if the film was a science fiction film about robots from the future? Yeah. Then it would be believable to have a tiger that turned to a helicopter. So, and ChatGPT and says, I see where you're coming from. If we're taking a science fiction approach to Heli Tiger, it could potentially work to have the tiger turn into a helicopter. Here's a possible scene. Wow. Um, so interestingly, it will, will resist my notes, but then it will still eventually catch up with my thinking and offer something. Yeah. Uh, so I tell you what, what, what I think about this. I think this is a bit of a disaster. I think it's a bit of a disaster for people like you and me. Mm. Um, there was a, a story in the press so three or four weeks ago about how Clark's World, um, which is an online science fiction magazine, has closed for submissions for the first time in 15 or 20 years. They've just stopped taking submissions. They used to um, read everything they were sent. I've sent them a short story and he read mm -hmm. it and told me it's no good. But um, they used to read everything and now they stopped reading anything because they've been inundated with a slurry of science fiction stories just written by chat GPT. Yeah, I'm sure. And I, I think we are going to get the same thing um, with scripts. Uh, I know, as I'm sure probably you do, plenty of writers um, who hate writing. 
and plenty of producers who feel they've got a great idea, but they find it too hard, too challenging, too time consuming to sit down at the keyboard and write it. Sure. People have this notion, I've got a great idea, you just write it up. And now ChatGPT will write up your good idea or bad idea into a hundred page script for free. Yeah. You know, in 15 minutes, um, you know, the script will be terrible, but as you well know, people don't like to read mm. um, for plenty of people. The fact that a script exists is enough and they'll be reassured. Okay. Well, there's a stack of a hundred sheets of paper there. Yeah. You know, we can improve it later. We, you know, we've got something that we can shoot. We can polish the dialogue on set. We can buff up the pages. Yeah. We can improve it. But we've got something that we can go with. Um, great. Uh, let's press on. I think this is how you end up with cocaine bear, basically. The whole movie was those two words. Everything beyond that was yeah. just lackluster. Well, mm -hmm. that's just what ChatGPT is going to facilitate, I think. And what, what, what did it produce when you asked it to write scenes? Was it actually in format or was it just sort of synopsis? It was in format. Absolutely. Oh, wow. So uh, when I, I said, oh, you know, what's the opening scene? It says fade in exterior, Ooh. a jungle clearing day. Mm. The sun beats down on a dense, lush oh, jungle clearing. God. The sound of insects and birds fills the air. A helicopter descends from the sky and lands in the clearing. The pilot, Andy, steps out and removes his tailor helmet. Jenna, Tyler, Alex and Rachel exit the helicopter, each carrying heavy backpacks and survival gear. Jenna, the leader of the group, surveys their surroundings. And she says, all right, let's move out. We've got a long hike ahead of us. Mm -hmm. The group sets off, hiking through the jungle. Cut to interior helicopter later. Andy pilots the helicopter through the dense jungle, occasionally dodging tree branches and obstacles. Suddenly, a loud roar echoes through the jungle. Andy looks alarmed. Jenna, do you copy? We've got company. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a terrible, yeah. but correctly structured yeah. serviceable screenplay yeah it's a production script you could you absolutely could shoot that. Yep. yeah yep oof so you know produce Thanks. that you know immediately yeah um i don't know whether you've had a look at any of the um ai art um that's been doing the rounds i haven't no so so there is such a thing as text to image now you can type in so um there was dal e dal e2 there's a um uh, an AI app called Mid Journey, and all of them, you just type in um, a little request for what you want, which is called a prompt. So you type in, oh, I want a picture of of um, two surfers on the beach looking out at the surf. It's it's um, sunset. Uh, there are some trees and uh, birds in the sky, and then it will do you um, a picture of exactly that. And uh, these programs first made their appearance, you know, maybe nine months ago, and they would do like a strange, scratchy, hallucinogenic, weird, but just about identifiable picture. But now, nine months later, um, something like Mid Journey can do you a beautiful painting, basically instantly. You can mm. do something that looks like a photograph or a photograph from the 1970s or a Renaissance painting yeah. or a watercolor or a sketch. Um, you can produce anything and they all look fantastic. Well, oof. But... People who make paintings with something like Midjourney, yeah. um, you know, they go on the internet and say, "Look, I made this," and I think the, the, the answer is, "No, you didn't make it. You commissioned it. Mm -hmm. You haven't painted anything. You've commissioned a painting from a, a talented and capable artist who works incredibly fast and for free. Mm -hmm. but you didn't actually paint it. Um, you know, so this is this is Chat GPT for images, but I think the big difference is that it's easy for somebody to assess the quality of a painting you know you can look at it for five seconds you can say well is it beautiful is it 
faithful? Is it believable? Is it emotive? Is it accurate? Does it stir any feelings in you? You can know the answer in five seconds. You look at the picture and say, well, that's a good picture. Or that's a, that's a, a believable likeness. Uh, that's a moving picture or it's not. Whereas assessing a screenplay is hard. You know, I find it hard to assess a screenplay People, you know, readers will charge you 200 bucks mm. to assess your screenplay and they'll give you a screen report. You know, and I know, as I'm sure you know from personal experience, that um, your 200 bucks won't necessarily get you a screen, a script report that gets it right. People get it wrong. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to assess whether a, a screenplay is good or not. But if you go into a meeting, you've got 100 pages of something typed on the page, even if it's the bland Heli Tiger script where Jenna, the leader of the group, says, let's move out. We've got a long hike ahead of us. And Andy says, Jenna, do you copy? We've got company. Well, it takes a professional and some proper attention for several hours to figure out whether the script is any good or not. Not many people are prepared to sit down and read for a couple of hours. So suddenly producing a script, which may be terrible, but is there on the desk in front of you, is really easy. Uh, I wonder whether this is going to be, you know, the the day that the gig is up for people like you and me. The creation of not very good scripts is incredibly easy now. And fast, super fast. Absolutely. It's fast. It's instant and it's free. Mm. Um, Creating good scripts is hard. And, you know, it always will be, I guess. But determining whether a script is good is hard as well. And people don't like to do that. Mm. I wonder if it could speed up the process of good writing by allowing you to sort of put a lot of that very basic information in. Then you, you do get that regurgitated version from ChatGBT. And then it saves you some time, possibly, in the sense that it gives you some ideas. And then you can work from more or less a rewriting a perspective and then try and make it better after the fact. I think that could help some screenwriters. I'm really struggling to find some positives in all this, but because <laughs> it does seem quite bleak. But I have heard, uh, it's as you said, I'm not hearing anything about cryptocurrency anymore. Lots <laughs> on AI. Um, so I've heard a lot of podcasts this week. And uh, Ezra Klein, who's a reporter for or writer for the New York Times, has a great interview program, and at the end, they're you know they're struggling to come up with some some positives. And he did mention things like creating art and um, even filmmaking. That uh, those of us who don't have access to I don't know friends in the business out in in LA, um, we might be able to actually sort of talk to our AI and actually they can produce images, um, either painting. You could do storyboarding, something like that, which is not a skill I have. Um, and even perhaps, you know, produce video like scenes of film. So you could sort of start by getting up and running a film uh, using uh, uh, AI. So that was one sort of uh, positive thing he took away from it. And obviously a lot of people who, I don't know, there are those people who don't have use of their hands or anyone with any sort of disability or limitation um, could actually participate more in creating art or doing photography or, or writing much more easily. So he was really struggling, I think, to find some positives. But there were a couple of a couple of bright spots in there. But I agree with you. I think that for me, I feel like the world is already becoming sort of international generic anyway. And I'm going to go back. <laughs> I'm going to talk about Warriors of Future a little bit because that felt to me like a very American film. It was just shot somewhere else. So, And film is so universal now. And it seems like the 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 blandest biggest action films which really require no thought or creativity whatsoever these are the things that are taking over the whole world um so I, the thing i do worry about is a bland script like the one that you just read back to me 
that could become the norm very easily because it's yeah you're you're right the the production time and budget has just been shrunken down to practically free by using artificial intelligence and I feel like we might just get more and more generic uh, shite out there on the screens as a result. Mm. I mean yeah some days I feel like we need yeah we need fewer movies not more isn't it yeah we need more good movies but not more movies at the cost of all else. I, I sort of think that that business about um, using ChatGPT to write a first draft and then treating it like a rewrite is a bit of a misnomer. Oh, yeah. It's it's a, it's um it's you know going up the wrong path. I think that first draft, which I find hard, I find challenging. Yeah. Um, but that's where you do your discovery, isn't it? It's yep. where you find out what it is. Yeah. It's definitely cheating. It feels like cheating for sure. No, it's, they should call it cheat GPT. <laughs> If that does the discovery for you, yeah. then you're just going to discover the same thing as everybody else. You're yeah. not kind of tilling the soil. You're not digging deep and trying to find out what's at the core of this. Yeah. Um, you know, the whole thing just becomes a little bit paint by numbers, doesn't it? Yeah. And then we, we sort of do become sort of slaves to whatever the the basic uh, precepts of screenwriting are and the, the very formula- formulaic stuff is going to surface from anything you, you share with the chat GPT. Everything that gets written will just be regurgitation of versions of the training yeah. data. Well, that and that must have been what it was doing for you, right? It was just it's accessing scripts that are out there online, I suppose, and sort of just taking plot points or characters and throwing them into whatever you wanted it to do. I think so. I think it's read so many scripts that now it knows it knows what a script looks like. Yeah. I mean, th- this is one of the interesting things about Chat GPT, and I'm sure you've heard the same thing in the podcasts or read the same thing on the web as I have. That um, these large language model uh, machine learning yeah. programs uh, are basically predictive text yeah. times a thousand. Mm-hmm. It's all it's doing is is um, predicting what the next word is, and then it predicts what the next word is, then it predicts what the next word is. Yeah. Um, and what's amazing is that it can come up with um, such cogent, you know, superficially well written material just by predicting what the next word is i think the most interesting thing about this is that maybe this reveals that that is a lot of what humans do as well i wonder whether we also are just uh machines that are very good at predicting what the next word should be oh and that's how you know an, a significant element of human thinking works absolutely what the the thing i like about predictive test Text though is when it, when I or it makes these crazy mistakes that are just hilarious, right? I mean that's the best that's the best stuff, and I'm afraid that ChatGPT might be too accurate uh, to offer us those great mistakes that just make us laugh and seem ridiculous. We can look forward to like this dystopian future where not only not only all the roads flooded, uh, so we have to get about by boat, yeah. and no 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 only we got uh, um, unbreathable atmosphere and a giant plant that's Ugh. destroying the city, yeah. but. All of the art, all of the um, films, all of the books that we've got to entertain us while the sun sets on human civilization are going to be incredibly bland. That's all we've got to look forward to. As I said before, rather be eaten by grizzly bears in some beautiful part of Alaska. <laughs> you know, I think I think uh, I'm not very far from getting a plane ticket and joining you up there. We can be eaten <laughs> together. Oh man, I mean, you know, in all seriousness, I I do find myself a little bit depressed by this and maybe you know in three months time the panic will be over and we'll realize that chat gpt was you know a good parlor trick but not necessarily the end of humanity but 
as you were mentioning last time round about mm. the, the impending singularity, yeah. maybe this is what it looks like. Maybe 2029 will look like Ghost in the Shell. It's only six years away. If, if um, ChatGPT and MidJourney have improved so much in nine months, yeah. what are they going to look like in another five years? Yeah. That's what, yeah, that's what I've heard again and again is that it's moving super fast at this point. So it's just going to become... Um, what is that like? Logarithmically, ex- exponentially Exponential. crazy. Yeah, exactly. The, uh, so now that ChatGPT is able to write code, the worry is, isn't it, that as, long as, as soon as somebody asks it to code itself a bit better, yeah. oh, well, that's it. All bets are off, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring on, this. Bring on the singularity. <laughs> Make me do Alaska. Will they have popcorn? And grizzly bears. (laughs) 